couple different questions that we got asked by our Instagram users and we ran out of time. So the last question came from Aaron Payne. Yeah. And it was specifically about sort of a little bit of drama that took place on Facebook. So now it's, I mean, now it'd be kind of hard to find because it's a little late in the game. I'll just stop posting right now. Oh, really? No. no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, it's too fun. All right. So, so there was a little bit of drama on Facebook. Rick Lax had posted a status. He ended up mentioning Eric in it as well. Eric, do you want to tell the whole story? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to use any names okay. other than Rick Lax. And okay, Eric. I was like, Whoops. no, that part's funny. <laughs> it was just so. It was. I think it was actually. Ah, I go back and forth on like if it was cool what Rick did, and I I think it was necessary though. Uh, but Rick called someone out publicly on Facebook for revealing his method on one of his effects on YouTube. And he was friends with that gentleman as well. And he tagged him and said, and then tagged him and said, Hey, and if anyone wants to like say something or message him to tell him how unethical and uncool it is for revealing magic on YouTube for free, you know, I encourage you to do so. So kind of like publicly bringing it to light that he's doing this unethical thing which, I mean, we live in this whole you know, no-shame world, and Rick Lax is publicly shaming this guy. <laughs> I think that's I think it's necessary. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, that's, that's insane to do, and I love it. Uh, but the guy then responds by being like, oh, Rick's, or Rick, I have so much respect for you. Like, I've always bought all your stuff, and you're so great, blah, 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 and I'll, I'll remove your video. And Rick was like, okay, like that, you just removed my video. Like, yes, that's what I want, but I want more. He's like, if you respect Eric Casey and he tagged me in it uh, and you think he's a great performer and stuff, why do you have Poker Test 2.0 being revealed on there? Which I didn't know anything about <laughs> this going on until my phone vibrated and was like, Rick last mentioned you in a comment. And I was like, oh, cool. And I pull it up and was like, oh, like, no! why, why is this happening? <laughs> like, this is a bummer. Stop! And so that was really disappointing. It, I mean, not disappointing. Like, it was really cool. Like, like that's cool. God bless you. Oh. It was just really cool to me, though, that, like, Rick Lax has, you know, the performers in mind and the magic community in mind, like, like all the time. And took the time to, after he got his problem solved, but still was like, I, you have Eric's stuff up, tagged me, and then, you know, brought it to light for me as well, because I don't know if I ever would have known about that guy. I'm not on YouTube searching poker test revealed mm -hmm. every day. I totally am. <laughs> uh, and, uh... So so that was really cool of him to do that, and then I got to comment and be like, also tell the guy like, hey man, that's that's really not cool. Like that was a lot of a lot of my time and like a full year of my life went into this uh, just producing. Way more it. than one. Oh, well, yeah. one year, yeah, just the production aspect of it, and then you put that full year into like a seven minute video to reveal it. Whereas like one, if you're gonna want to do the trick, get the DVD. It's pretty long. It goes over all the nuanced details of everything. Whereas this guy's like, in seven minutes, here's the trick, and you're done. And I'm like, no, like. Some people probably watched that. Uh, 22 people exactly watched it. I saw the view count before I got deleted. I mean... That's not so uh, bad. That's not, that's not bad <laughs> at all. Thank goodness for that. That's yeah. not that bad at all, but 22 people now have... No, it's 22 views. It could be like the same person. I watched it five times, personally, because <laughs> I just couldn't figure it out. Uh, <laughs> you could have asked. <laughs> uh, so, but still, like... I mean, that now goes down to the whole unethical side of, like, putting magic out there. It's unethical, but also... The person teaching it on YouTube doesn't know the details <clears throat> that the performer knows. So now, when you yourself search it on YouTube and to like find a tutorial, you're doing yourself a disservice by not getting it from the creator because now you're going to lose all those details on how to perform it. 
and all of that. And so like I couldn't actually make it through the whole poker test revealed video because I just it got I got too angry within within minutes. I was just like not even minutes within a minute. I think I made sixty seconds in and I was like this is awful, like terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's kind of like butchering your trick. Oh, he right? butchered the trick. He didn't do it properly. He uh, did his own style of it, but so poorly, and then taught how to make it wrong as well, mm-hmm. um, which was disappointing. Because now there's there's twenty two people. Wait, around. wait. So he taught the incorrect method. Uh, so it was it was just how to make it wrong, but they got the basic gist. He from taught video. how to make the one method and not two which two is genuinely better. Yeah, I need, like, to, I need to invest a, in that. Like, it's so much better in a hybrid. Why? Just ask, dude. No, for the the different. Oh, got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <and> so... <laughs> I need to invest I've got in the version Because I've got the first version. Too. I've got the first version. What you need to make it, but I don't have what you need for the second version. Yeah, the second version is just way better, and he doesn't talk about that at all. Which like is good. I'm glad he doesn't. Right, it doesn't but reveal. the title of the DVD was 2.0 revealed, and he's revealing <laughs> 1.0, and I'm like, come on, man, like get it right. Like it's really funny. Uh, but in the long run, it was great because I got to comment and tell the guy, hey, like this is a lot of my hard work, and Rick, you know brought it to light that I got to now defend myself as well. And then the guy deleted uh, all the videos in the end, mine included, which is awesome. Um, so one, really grateful for Rick for doing that. Um, it was a great move on his part. The comments devolved really quickly, though, into like a uh, hate fest for this guy. And Well, understandably. And, and, yeah, understandably. Like, that guy did you know, piss off a lot of people really, really quickly. Uh, and in my opinion, the Alliance should have blacklisted him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, he does not demand to be taken seriously. So, <laughs> but uh, but then Rick, I saw that it was turning into a hate fest, deleted the entire post, right. and wrote a new post that said, hey guys, this guy uh, deleted all his videos. You know, he's apologized publicly. He's gotten rid of everything. Uh, we, let's not, you know, beat up on this guy. Let's take a minute to say, hey, like, you know, thanks. Thanks for like learning your lesson and getting rid of it all. Like, that's a good move on your part. Um, and so I thought that was really cool of Rick as well, handling two things very publicly and very maturely. So, no. so I have a lot of respect for Rick right now. Like that was that was really cool of him. I, I will say this though: his when when Rick Lax did the follow up with what you're talking about, like, hey, let's thank him and be happy. Part of me is like, well, this guy really didn't have a choice. Like he could not have stood the hate and kept it up. Well, yeah, so yeah, I feel well, like you're giving a lot of credit. But maybe I'm being a jerk for saying that. Well, it's that. like training a dog. Um, well, when it when it you know poops on the carpet, you shove its face in it and you teach it not to do that. And then when it stops, you tell it how good of a boy it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That seems very fair. And if it's, that's what he's going for, it's, then it's by all means. It's deadly accurate. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> because I just, the reason I said that is because then Rick Lax put, now please join me in thanking this person for doing the right thing. And we're not saying his name to be polite. Where part yeah. of me was like, I kind of wish he just, Rick Lax had just deleted the post and not given him. Because then. I just feel like he's getting a lot of attention, and uh, that's no, no, what no, no, he no, no, wanted. No, 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 and that's that's Rick's polite way of saying, "and stay that way." Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's Rick saying, "I'm not forgetting about." I'm going to delete it, but if yeah. you try that again, we just, we will roast. Yeah, you. just know, I'm not forgetting. I'm still here. Yeah, okay. and the magic community is still here as well. We will commend you for the right things, and we will take you down for the wrong things. Which oh, I love. Really yeah, I like I like that, and I love how small the magic community is. Like I think mm-hmm. people. I think people outside the magic community who are trying to get in mm-hmm. don't understand how small and tight-knit everything is. Like, right. everyone knows each other. 
and that guy now will be remembered for a while right. by all these people who saw that status right. as the guy who was revealing stuff online and like that won't really get forgotten which is a bummer for him like man yeah. so like, you if you're listening still come to, back from it you absolutely can come back from it like there's i've i've heard worse stories of people do we do we still hate the mass magician do we still hate him val valentino i've never hated him yeah i think we'll be okay yeah I, wait <laughs> talk about that i don't well he revealed a bunch of stage effects on primetime on primetime tv everyone was furious about it Which I mean, uh and he care. forced magic to modernize and get better yeah, mm-hmm. because everyone was doing the same outdated, old, outdated crappy. stuff, and he revealed he didn't reveal anything new. He just revealed the outdated stuff, and it made a lot of people angry. Uh, which I kind of get. Like if your lifeblood, I need to buy another ten thousand dollar illusion now. Yeah, like like if your lifeblood is just in sawing the woman in half, and he went and revealed it. Like yeah, be upset, but at the same time, why be, is your lifeblood yeah, sawing the, the woman in at half? At the same time, just be a better magician and <laughs> and push yourself. And he forced magic to move forward. That's how I look at it. Yeah. What? So that's this is a very old story. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That. This was when I was getting into magic. This stuff oh, was yeah. happening, and like I, I mean, I joined in the hate fest initially. Like that guy sucks. But the no. more I've looked back on it, I'm like magic so much better and I think he helped yeah oh yeah like Definitely. he didn't help make it better not only he helped the right people make it better though or That's like interesting so yeah um not only that but at the same time during the time period when that show was on the air there wasn't any other major magic there was special. nothing yeah so and that was the only thing that was in the public's eye they don't remember how any of those tricks worked but aside from selling a woman and half there's two ladies shocker um but other than that they don't remember how any of it worked and they just saw oh magic you know the mass magician guys one of the common right. questions yeah. you get asked so Overall, good. I, yeah, I I like them. Not that you should go around revealing people's hard. So that is long story short. I guess we just wrap around. We just said this one guy the is wrap around it and it's bad, and then we this guy revealed. Well, like, I mean, well, I mean, good. he wasn't taking tricks that are recent to the exactly. market, putting them out, exactly. and publishing them. These tricks were decades and decades old. And it still really hurt his reputation. I mean, he made good money off of it, but for a while the magic he community was, really did not like him. I would not be surprised if the magic community still doesn't like him. I don't. I don't know how the public feels about that guy. Oh. I have never seen him at a convention in my entire life. I think that he just you know vacations I think he doesn't in Tahiti care. now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was his retirement from magic. Yeah, man, make some like, money. I just make a couple of these specials. I'm done. <laughs> See you guys later. How many seasons? And it's on Netflix. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's on Netflix. I'm gonna watch this now. So it's great to watch. It's it. honestly a great peek into history of magic. I think. Right. Like, if you're new to magic, absolutely watch it. Like, fact check me on that before we include this. <laughs> maybe I'll just fact check you right now. Maybe it's not on Netflix, guys. Maybe it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it it's might fine. be. We'll figure it out. It's YouTube fine. it though. Google it. That's what phones are for. Do look up "Magicians: The Impossible," the documentary "Life in the Impossible." That yeah. new documentary about yeah, magicians absolutely. just came on Netflix. Uh, so that might have been what you were thinking. No. Oh. No, no, it could no, be both. Okay, it could, could be, be both. both. <laughs> gotcha. All right, are we? Do you think we've covered this? I think we have. I mean, I think we could talk. Yeah, man, you kind of screwed your career up a little bit, but if you stop doing that stuff, then you'll be fine. Yeah, cool. Let's hope so. If you respect someone, and then you publicly not that say, I'm going to tell you how to live your life, and yeah. I've got any advice for this. Like, but, but yeah, if you respect someone, and you're going to publicly say you respect them, uh, don't screw them over publicly as well, because that doesn't make any sense. All right, great. <laughs> now we're good. Okay. All right, I just had to get that out there. Okay, so uh, let's see. We had one one last thing kind of going hand in hand with what we just talked about because it was this, Facebook drama. This is going to be fun. So this is other Facebook drama. Uh. And, 
This and one was, how can Eric piss off a lot of magicians? Yes. And I you did, did a good job, I and did I was it. proud of you. I did one of the best jobs I've ever done. <laughs> I think, you know what, your initial status was too harsh. I'm going to say that. from, But it's fine, because I think it devolved into a good conversation. I liked it. I results. read your status, and my first thought was, hell yeah. But let's let me read let me read the status. A lot of people have the opposite reaction. Because we're talking we're talking and people don't know what we're talking about. So Eric posted a status uh, February seventh. Can we as magicians stop asking stupid questions at lectures? Go out and perform more, your questions will answer themselves. And from there Is that too harsh? I think maybe it is. Then I heard it again though, and I'm like I still kind of stand by it. But it's too vague. It's too vague. And some of the comments that people wrote right off the bat were legitimate concerns. Should have said hashtag red or blue. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Because some people had certain reactions that were very fair. I'm like, wait, let's be more specific here. By what do you mean? Let's see if I can find a good response. Um, Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read what Chastain Chriswell writes. Oh man! Okay, I love him. He wrote. He made me feel like an idiot. Taught me how to Facebook Live. <laughs> that's so that's funny. how you do it. <laughs> it's a really funny video. Okay, uh, Chastain writes. I am not sure your initial request is valid. I understand sometimes questions seem silly or amateurish, but I would rather answer the question and lead the spectator or magician down the right path instead of dismissing them and pushing them down the wrong path. We all choose what path we take, but for some, myself included, we had mentors that made sure we didn't take their mistaken paths. It's okay to make mistakes and choose wrong, but why force it? Just because I made that mistake doesn't mean I sit back and wait on others to make it so I can boast that I knew they were going to do it, but I watched and let them. So I think Chastain, the way he read your comment, it's almost, he was, what he was hearing was you, because see, people are misinterpreting your message. So his, the message he got was, um, there's never a good time to ask a question, let's say with a lecture or just with anyone. Yeah. So you're just going to go out and perform and make mistakes because you're not going to know because your questions aren't answered. And so that's a good response because he's, yeah, because he's hearing it because that's why I said your status is a little too harsh because it's easy to be misinterpreted without, if you don't know, people don't know you and they read that status, it sounds too harsh. Yeah, I get that. So... I just wish... No, I mean... Uh. Well, here's your chance to talk a little bit more about what you were meaning. Well, I mean, I talk about it a ton in the status as well. But it was like... I've just been at so many lectures where uh, someone in the audience who will ask a question that is so inconsequential to the effect, to the performance, to just... like it. Like, Lauren writes mm-hmm. uh, about, uh, at a Michael Lamar lecture, he's doing the appearing wine bottle, um, and he, the wine bottle is empty, and someone asks how he goes about emptying the wine bottle. Mm-hmm. Like, like, come on, like, luckily Michael Lamar answered by being, by saying, oh, I just, you know, I make a nice dinner and then I drink it. <laughs> and like, awesome, awesome answer. I love that answer. Uh, but really, it's just a question that's like, what do you mean, how do you, like, no, let's talk about the method. Let's talk about his performance. Let's ask about that. Don't ask about something that you could go home and just figure out. <laughs> like the David Stone joke. <laughs> which one? When he produces the shots of uh, water or shots of liquor. He uses a condom. 
and the joke is, uh, so get a condom, open it, rinse it out. Okay, use it, then rinse it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was, he was one of my favorite lectures I've ever been to in my life. But uh, so, and then another question I heard at a lecture, um, and these are all the the questions I really remember because the magician responded exactly how I wanted them to. Uh, it was at a Shoma lecture, and he was talking about timing and how you sit at your computer with your music. You practice the move while the music plays, add in a sound effect where you need like an appearance to hit, and so it feels all natural and it feels like it's happening as you're performing. And then you make sure that the timing feels right, and then you just practice, practice, practice until your movements are going to match the sound effects and music flawlessly. Mm-hmm. And he was going over like the best methods for doing that, how sure. to do it. Pro- yeah, okay. great lecture. Like it doesn't suit me at all. I'm probably never going to be in that position to do that kind of performance. But I was fascinated by how he practices magic. And then someone asked the question, what if when I get all my music and sound effects lined up and then I start rushing through the performance and I miss all those beats? Like, what kind of question is that? Well, the answer would be don't do that. That is how Shoma answered it. (laughs) He literally, Shoma went, yeah, well, don't do that, though. And then (laughs) just moved on. And I, luckily it was a huge lecture of like a couple hundred people because I was in the back laughing. Like, I feel (laughs) bad. But I couldn't help but laugh at that answer. Like, it was hilarious because I remember hearing the question and being like, how do you answer that? And he said, oh, don't do that. And then just moved on with his lecture. And I was like, that was amazing. Like, beautiful answer. Uh, And like, I guess I should feel bad for laughing or feel bad for like saying these questions. But at the same time, maybe I'm too young and I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get why someone would ask that question. Well, I know know some some people commented uh, on your status saying that... You, Eric, need to be more patient with people that are slower learners. And I think that what they were missing is that it actually has nothing to do with slow learners. That you're not hating on a slow learner. You're hating on whether or not a person is thinking through their question rather than just spitting out. Yeah. Because that person... Some people just want to be heard, so they want to talk. No, and 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 to be honest, uh, they're asking you to be patient, but, but I think... Your question, or what you said, was around about asking that person to be patient. Because yeah. patience is recognizing that sometimes you need to hold your tongue. Like, you, you need to go, you know what, this, I should wait. Like, I should ask this question to, like, a friend afterwards. Because it's kind of inconsequential. And it doesn't fit with what's going on right now. So that's, that's a form of patience. Sebastian, I feel like you were really wanting to jump in. You were kind of, like... I had the hand gesture. Yeah, you were like, yeah, let me, let me talk. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of like when you're sitting at a lecture trying to learn magic and um, there's a guy who's been doing it longer than you've been alive who's seen this guy lecture five times yeah. and wants to know whether or not that trick can be done with a red or a blue deck. And it's like, why are you here and what the hell have you been doing for the past 30 years? But, okay, but at least with that question, that doesn't really derail the conversation because you can just go, yep, and move on. I think it's way worse when well, someone is... no. What? It doesn't derail the conversation. But, but, at, but like, like, from a lecturer standpoint, that guy's lecturing. He's in the flow. He's, you know, he knows yeah. how he's teaching. And he will get derailed yeah. with a question like that. Yeah. He's going to have to sit back and be like, yeah, of course. And then get back into where he was teaching. It slows That's him down. That's true. And I'm like, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm selfish. If mm-hmm. I'm at a lecture, I'm there. I want to learn as much as I can. Right. And if you're slowing down my learning, 
I'm gonna get upset. Now and that's like, a little. That's a little. You know, very. <laughs> it's very egotistical. Very selfish. I do not mind admitting that. I will gladly admit think... that. I want to learn as much as I can in magic. I'm consistently wanting to learn. I want to know it all. And well, at the same time, you paid the same money that guy. I paid the same so money. You're money both that he equally got. entitled to questions. I know. And if he is not on the same level you are, he is entitled to that. But I just, I, I don't it. understand. Trust me, I get it. I do understand all the logic he paid. Well, I, I think... paid. We're good. Uh, and but like I don't know if I go to lectures you'll probably never see me actually ask a question though because I, I think know, okay I think yeah. we're dancing around this topic which is is there the, the, which is a debate whether or not there is such thing as a stupid question because yes. because no the thing <laughs> that growing up I feel like your youngest teachers first tell you there's no such thing as a stupid question ask well, yeah, questions because when you're six there isn't yeah, right but but uh, I had a teacher in high school he was the first teacher. That day one, mm-hmm. he said, uh, there is such thing as a stupid question. And if you ask me a question that that reveals that you spaced out and were not listening, I'm not going to answer because you need to pay attention. And you're going to slow down me giving a lecture. And I have a lot of material to cover every day in class. And I'm not going... And, and if you really need to ask that question, then you need to wait till I'm done lecturing. And if we have time, we'll do it. So he did take some questions, but... His intensity made you go, okay, I'm going to think about, before before I raise my hand, I'm going to think through what I'm about to ask, because if it isn't, if it's going to derail his lecture, he's going to get upset, because he cared, but, but it, it wasn't because he was being a jerk, it's that he genuinely cared about us learning as much as possible, and to think critically. And I get that so like much. He, you know what, actually, he wanted um... us to think critically, and to... And to, Did you just change Sebastian Vines? Is that what's about to happen? What? Um, I, maybe? Maybe? I'm not sure. I'm kind of leaning towards the there is no stupid question now. Re- oh, really? Yeah. I, I did the that. opposite. That is, I did not change Sebastian yeah. Vines now. Let's hear that thought process. Right. Well, I mean, whenever, like, I've done a couple lectures. I haven't done it too many times. But whenever I hear questions that aren't the most logical like i'm not really following the train of thought basically it's that person trying to picture themselves performing it and there are certain aspects that they're not sure whether or not like it's if it's it's an it's an in it's an inadequacy on the lecturer's part if they need to ask that stupid question because if you're not making it clear that you can use any deck of cards that you can use any prop that you want mm-hmm. that you can do these certain things with certain criteria in place then that's your fault as a performer and a lecture. Which like, endless why? endless West said. You've got to realize what that's, your target audience is. Yeah. If that's if you go to every lecture and they're asking the same stupid questions, obviously they're not preemptively striking those. That well, endless West made say, that say yeah. that comment about how when he Sean was, Farquhar is like the best lecturer ever because you don't get those questions with him because he knows how to teach them. Because he always he'll make those like anything yeah, he, if teach. he references yeah, he teaches it perfectly. something he'll then also explain whatever he's so referencing. then yeah I guess right. but I but, guess my next ask would be as lecturers can we just start teaching magic better no see but, if I can piss off with that one <laughs> <laughs> no but I still think there's such thing as a stupid question if you space out and then you're just like wait what did you say about you come back like, and you, you're like what was that is that deck gimmick and it's just like you already were like. This is a regular deck. And then I really, again, like, I really believe too that a lot of times. How is that the performer's fault? Like, it doesn't make, or the lecturer's fault? It's like, not. It's and I also think a lot of times, if you hold your questions, it will get answered by the end of the lecture if you're patient. And then if it's not, ask at the end of the lecture because now. Well, I mean, ask at the end through, of the effect. 
or the effect, whatever. Like, why not just bring a notebook and jot questions down? I because I've been at Magic Live where there was a lecture and there's probably about hundred. Yes, I think there's like a hundred people in the room. I got up and walked out of that lecture. But yeah, we left. I couldn't ha- I could because not handle of the questions. The questions that were being asked. I was and, and, I, and I didn't know how he was handling it. And I was like, I'm out. And it was definitely derailing the lecture oh terribly gosh. because the question, the first question that really derailed the conversation was, have you thought about trying to do the trick this way? And he tells him a different way to, and this guy's been doing it for years. It's Yagal doing Spider-Pen Pro stuff. And he was like, have you thought about anchoring, putting your anchor point in, you know, this spot so people don't notice the anchor point? And Yagal had already covered why, where the anchor point, point. where the anchor point is. And how the anchor point is so inconsequential because there's a floating dollar bill in front of your eyes. Yeah. No it's, one is looking anywhere else. Yeah. It was, and the awful guy was like, because the guy kept going the guy on asked, and on. asked like three different times about three different anchor points. Yes. And, and you all had to keep saying, it does I mean, not it was, matter. It was like right. it, the anchor point is of not this the, guy yeah. talking to the point that you're like, okay, we're not learning anything for 15 yeah. minutes. And I just think as a lecturer, that's when you step in and go... Here's the thing, that's not a stupid question, that's a rude asshole. Yeah, maybe. But it's... How is that also not a stupid question? No, but it is... Yeah, because he he doesn't realize that it's a stupid question. It is... When, he when the, thinks when the he perf- is asking... He's talking for well, 15 he is rude. minutes it during is, someone else's lecture. It is also... I will agree that it's rude. It's a pat yourself on the back question, like, look at me, I thought this through. Yeah. Maybe try that. And you're all sitting there being like, oh, I already thought it through. Way more than you did. I mean, it is a stupid question, but it's coming from that place from a, of someone. Yeah. From someone patting themselves on the back saying, look at me, I thought this through. Because that, that kills me. Oh, when the, when, the lecturer, sure. when the lecturer teaches, and then someone else is like, maybe perform it this way for that. And it's like, maybe you should do that on your own time. Yeah, and, and, if, see, that works, and like, if that works for you, great. When I see a, a lecturer teach something, nine times out of ten, my brain already is going, this is how I'll perform it, this is how I'll perform it, this is how I'll mod it, twist it. It, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell the lecturer how I'm gonna change his effect. He doesn't want to know. And also, it's about what fits your style of performing. It doesn't mean it's better. It just fits you better. It just means I'm gonna do it that way, and I I got to learn that from him, and that's great. That, to me, was an example of a stupid question, and then what happened from that question is then other people started jumping in and asking questions, and it turned into, like, Questions that weren't about, we weren't, nobody was learning. It was just like people talking. And I was like, man, if I was a lecturer, I would have been like, how well, about, from what it sounds like, that guy about, was trying to measure like, with how, the goal. Right, right, what right. that comes across as. I would, I would just be like, how about you hold that to the end and if I have time, I'll talk to you or something. You know, because then I can tell you personally why these things don't work for me. Yeah. Right. Um, which, that was, see, you when I just read your... Eric, when I read your status, in my head, I was like, you know what? I honestly don't think that's a reflection of magicians asking stupid questions. I think it, this is going to sound way harsh, but I think it's definitely more of a reflection of a lecturer or a teacher because I've been in that situation myself. I taught for two years and you have to learn that if you want to cover a certain amount of material, in a way, you've got to be sometimes tough on people, but not, but you can do it respectfully. Like if I had a kid when I was teaching math, ask a question that really was inconsequential, that was going to derail the conversation, I'd be like, I'm going to try and make time to talk to you when I'm done teaching. You know what right. I mean? And, and so I'm not being a jerk. I'm just saying, we're not going to cover that. And then, yeah. it, and then the rest of the room goes, ooh, I need to think before I ask questions because mm-hmm. I don't want to be told, like, no. And I don't do it. And it's not mean. It's just, hey, I want yeah. to cover as much as possible. Unfortunately, though, so it's I, your classroom and you have that kind of control. Whereas if I'm invited as a lecturer somewhere... 
it's like their club. And like I could still do that kind of stuff, that audience management, and I, I most likely will. Yeah. Uh, but, but you've seen lecturers do that, Eric. But I don't think, yeah, those lecturers are huge people who are doing it. And I'm not as big as them. I feel like it would not go over well if I mean, I'm like... The, the line, mm, like, exactly. But it's, line. again, it's about doing it with I still, respect yeah. and kindness. Well, I mean, like, hey, I, I want to get to you. Let me get to the yeah. end. And I think anyone that would hear that is like, actually, that's a good point. Let him get through what he's thinking. No. Yeah, I mean, just say, that's a phenomenal question. No. I don't want to derail right now. I'm Come not, up to me and ask after the show. I'm not yeah. a liar. I'll tell him that's a question. That's called a <laughs> euphemism. That's a great question. <laughs> it's called a hyperbole. Great question. I don't want to derail so anything. Come up to me. I, here's the thing. Now I'm on the side of, like, I feel indifferent about whether or not questions are stupid. I'm actually more on the side of, I want lecturers to be better. Gun, Is that weird? Is you guys that... are all turning on. I know, me. but I it's... we started this podcast on the same page. I'm we did. Really... We did. And we, we talked did. about it, and here we are. <laughs> I'm so passionate about teaching and lectures and things like that, Like, because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of experience teaching besides being a math teacher. I've taught, and I've been... Mm-hmm. I've gotten to guest lecture on different topics and different places, and I'm so passionate about how to communicate information to people and how to manage... Mm-hmm. A classroom or any, or if you're giving a lecture, how to manage people sitting there. And you're always going to have people trying to de- derail you. But that, you have to be the person, though, that is in control of the room. Yeah. Just like a magician, just like a performer has Performing, to be in control yeah, of the room. Yeah. So as a lecturer, you have to be in control. And if something's going to derail you, you have to find a way to stop it. I think it's more on you than... People well, asking dumb then, questions. Yeah. So, I mean, it might be a dumb question, but it's the lecturer's job it's, to... Okay, you know. so, yeah, my next status will say, hey, as magicians, can, as lecturers, can we just teach magic better? <laughs> you and phrase it in a way I that's know, condescending. so condescending. But it's that's so... the best way to get conversations. If I write it super nice and, no like, one's no one's going to talk about no it. And I, lo- I love that it was... It blew up and had a hundred plus comments of people fighting about it, and that was great. It was a, an awesome true. conversation happened, uh, and I was actually asked by a couple people to delete it because they said it made me look bad. But I think if you read it, uh, I mean, sure, I look it made bad. you look bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want to post it now, like take pictures, post it as yeah. an article. I don't mind. We'll yeah, see. That. I don't mind. Uh, well, we should but try. like, it's just. I don't think it made me really look bad. It was a learning experience for me. The reactions to it were crazy. I, I think I responded pretty well and handled it well, and I'm not going to delete it because then it looks like I'm cowering behind my failures, and I don't think it was a failure. So, No. Yeah. I think I think it spurred a great conversation, and it's continuing to spur the conversation as we're talking about it, and then once that article gets posted, more people will hopefully talk about it, and that's, that's all I want. I just want discussions. And I want less, less stupid, stupid questions. <laughs> I will, wait, this one, this one's really funny. I just want Tristan. Everyone... Okay. Tristan. Oh gosh, o- that was so Buckley. Good. Sorry if I said your name wrong. Tristan Buckley writes: the only stupid question is the one that the lecturer already answered, demonstrating that the asker wasn't listening. And when the when people ask those, I cringe. Otherwise, any question at all indicates nothing more than a thirst for knowledge. I love he. That was literally what I was trying to say. Right. But then I was more mean. He's so. well. He summed up in like three sentences what I said in two paragraphs because that's my whole point was yeah. that my the teacher that practiced tough love actually made me. Trist- made- someone else already wrote. Me. Someone wrote something also kind of mean on there, and Tristan followed up on that guy's comment as well and just shut him down. Oh, so Tristan was killing it, it on that status. Shout out to Tristan, T-Dog. Alex Linian wrote, can we as magicians stop being intolerably intolerant snobs? Now, it's 
Yeah, that's Eric, a, can hey, we? No, that's a great response <laughs> to my post. I laughed. I read yeah, it, and it, I laughed. Because okay, it did sound right. like you were... Yeah, I went, I went, across that he's way. right. Like, that's funny. And, <laughs> and then, then Tristan wrote, maybe magicians in general can, but it looks like you never started, and it's hard to stop doing something you're not doing. I was, <laughs> just was blown away by that response. I was just like, man, that was... Ugh, it was great. Because, like, yeah, I was being a snob with my status for sure. But then he was being a snob by being a snob about calling me a oh snob. Oh my god. And then Tristan just dude, dude shut him down. It was, dude got trolled. Yeah, it was like, it was dude, amazing. Yeah, it was really funny. There And there were some people that were there really, some, yeah, so there's some really angry with you. Yeah. And, I, and to be honest, when I first read some of their comments, I thought they were, some of them were fair with their anger. Because I think maybe it yeah. brought out in them this need to like Absolutely. defend the... Yeah, I mean, they're higher up in the magic world than you know I probably ever will be. Um, right. And so I get it. They want to defend the magic community as or, a whole. Or not even that, but the... What is... I'm looking for... They want a magic community to feel like a loving, welcoming environment. Right. Whereas I was defend the promoting... The, yeah, I was promoting the opposite. What happened to the closed door? Get the hell out of here. You know, no one allowed. Secrets of magic. Uh, we like... wanted more money. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But defend the newbies. <laughs> to defend the newbies defend to make the new, them not the, yeah, feel... Yeah, the Because basically, so, there could be some people yeah. who don't know you that are and brand that's, new. That's I never saying. asked if I could use a red deck when I was 12. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's I know. I didn't ask any questions as a kid. I just sat there and was like... Actually, I'll, I'll admit, I was like, rude during lectures. I was a kid in the front row shuffling cards and <laughs> making noise and oh, all that, that is, crap. So annoying. I'm going to... Don't yeah. do that. If you yeah. made it this yeah, and also, if you, yeah. <laughs> if you made it this far into the podcast, do not be that person. Yeah, if you're at a lecture, listen. And if they're teaching you a slight, take your deck out then and practice the slight while they teach it. But Everyone other than has that, their decks of cards. No card strings. Like no riffles. It's so that crap. Don't shuffle. If you want to practice your double silently, do that. But yeah, do that at home. I learned that one the hard way. <laughs> so, well, this oh, was, was, this was interesting. What, when are you going to post another status that we can talk about? Because this was... That's going to drive people nuts. Yeah. Probably today. Just do the lecturer's one. See what yeah, happens. That would be funny, man. You should definitely do oh, it. Dot, dot, dot. So can lecturers be better? <laughs> can we as lecturers work on... How did you word your That would be one? hilarious. Actually, it's got to be the same. It's going to be the can exact we, same verbiage. as though? lecturers... <laughs> Stop letting stupid say, people ask questions. Oh, God. I'm just, <laughs> I can't write that. <laughs> no, it's because you have the stupid... I'm yeah. just trying to put it's in... the same verbiage. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Go out and learn to lecture better, guys. <laughs> I do not know what the response would be there. It would be, <laughs> I think, some people would laugh. And I think the people who were mad at me would probably just unfollow. Or I think the people who were mad at me on the status would get nothing more but mad at me again. Get angrier. And be like, oh my gosh, did you not learn your lesson, Eric? And I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm being sarcastic, guys. Maybe you sort should of. put in parentheses. Get it? <laughs> or say, I think I learned my lesson last time. It's not the person's fault. <laughs> It's please. the teacher's fault. <laughs> and so those people are going to be like, no, Eric. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. God, please post that. that why, Eric? Why? Please start it off with, right. okay, so I think I learned my lesson from last time. Yeah. Basically, what I should Am have I said. Right That's good. <laughs> all right, so if you're looking out for Eric's status. I'm going to get blackballed from all of the magic world. I know. Very quickly, just because of social media. So, Sebastian, but... tell us about you on social media. So, there's, a t- there's an entirely different approach to social media that I'm... <laughs> You're taking a different one than Eric's. Different than Eric's. Instead of the provocative attention grabbing, I haven't posted on Facebook in four years. <laughs> Hear out my reasoning on this. I've shared slighted posts just because I want to, you know, promote the content as much as possible. But 
as far as personal statuses, pictures, I'll update my profile picture so I don't look 12, but realistically, I'm not on there. Creates this aura of mystery. <laughs> where people look at your profile, they all they see you tagged in other people's stuff, and they're like, huh. Who is wonder, this? Wonder who he is and what he's been up to. Because he's not telling me. Exactly. Other people are telling me what exactly. he's doing. But you also have to realize that there's a pros and a cons to this. The pros is that the people looking at your profile are like, damn, who this guy? And they What's can't he up judge to? you for your stupid comments. Exactly. <laughs> and the cons are that very, very few people probably no one is looking at your profile. Yeah. Yeah. So it's give and take. You can take the Eric approach. You can go for my approach, but... Or find a happy medium. A happy or find medium. a happy like medium. Like literally everyone else on the planet. <laughs> right. I was going to say, either you're extreme and you piss people off or nobody knows you at all and you're obscure. But you can follow me on Instagram where I post somewhat regularly. They're at awesome. Midvagi. M-I-D-T-V-A-A-G-E. It's pronounced no Midvog. It. No Why it's not <laughs> Magic Sebastian, I do not know. Because Sebastian Schwager stole that Instagram name. I messaged him offering him... Schwager. Schwager, yeah, man. He's got some swag. Um, <laughs> I messaged him asking, and I'm pretty sure that his account died. So he's just... He's got the name and won't let go. That's why it's not... Jerk. I know. What a jerk. Magic dot Sebastian. He's, are hey you guys, everyone, it? follow Sebastian on Magic. That's Sebastian. Is that happening? Let's check it out, see if Let's... it's available. Well, we need to fill some time now while Sebastian does this. I'm going to tell a joke. Oh, God. Um, what is the difference between an old bus stop? Taken by some guy with no posts, no following, no followers. I want to tell my joke. Sorry. What's the difference between a old, dirty bus stop and a lobster with big boobs? What? One is a crusty bus station, the other is a busty crustacean. And the crowd goes wild. Uh, it's funny, it's funny, laugh. <laughs> okay, also, another social media tip. If someone has the Instagram username that you want, report them as spam so Instagram takes their profile down and you can have that username. <laughs> that might be a good... I don't know if that's ethical or not, but... I don't uh, know about the ethics, <laughs> But if he's not, they're not using it. Have you reported the Magic Sebastian one without the dot? Both of them. Just did. I'm going to report him too. Let's all report him. Guys, go report (laughs) him. Seriously, this is how we're going to end it. Go report Magic Sebastian as... Spam, unless unless Sebastian Midby has it by then. Unless yeah. it's <laughs> unless it's a bunch of card pictures yeah, and unless content it's still you're really interested good in magic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, if it's still not being used, then do it for Sebastian. And let's end on that note, yeah, guys. Yeah, and done. <laughs>